Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. What up, bitches? Welcome back to Law of Attraction Changed My Life. I am Francesca Gramba, your host, who is still recovering from last week's event, to be honest with you. Thank you so much to everybody that came out for that. There were 800 of you. The vibes were immaculate, as the youth say. It was fucking amazing. It was the most incredible night. I know that on my deathbed, one of the things that I will remember is like, remember that night I had 800 book club bitches in one room? Like, it was insane. So many of you made friends. And I'm so excited for more of that to come. Do you know what? I was saying to Mart just yesterday, Mart, who I did the event with, I was like, do you know what? We created that, like we made that happen. And sometimes I think I get a little bit bogged down about, and this has been no secret, like I've told you guys before, I won't stop fucking banging on about it, but I have no representation. I have no manager. I have no um PR I have nothing like that and I see people on Instagram that have much less followings than me much less going on and they all have fucking representation and I'm like why why don't I like it's I don't know it's some sort of lesson that I'm trying to learn um and I think sometimes we can all get caught up waiting to be chosen or waiting to be invited and we could all sit around forever waiting you know, I could have waited to be invited onto a panel at a wellness festival or I could wait to be asked to speak or to create an event. Nobody fucking asked us to do that. Like nobody asked us, nobody invited us. We created that all ourselves. 
And it's really been a catalyst for a change in my mindset just since the event. First of all, I was like a little bit depressed for a few days because I was like, oh, it's all over. It's like after your wedding or a big holiday, you're like, oh, all of that build up and it's like gone. But it's made me super excited for life again. And it's reminded me that I can create whatever I want to experience in my life. I don't need to wait for the gatekeepers to invite me. I don't need to wait to be chosen. And I want you all to remember that too. Like you can create your own um, your own magic. You can create your own situations. You don't need to wait. I once did an interview with Buzzsprout and I absolutely loved it because we really talked about the inner workings. It's still on YouTube. If you if you go on YouTube and put in Buzzsprout, Francesca Ramb or something like that, it will come up. And it was all about the inner workings and the behind the scenes of content creation. And we were talking about how I fucking love like YouTube and podcasts and stuff where the gatekeepers are gone. You know, like in the olden days, you'd have had to have got a manager. You'd have had to have got an agent. You would have had to have been chosen by... ITV or Channel 4 or whatever. And now you can just hop on YouTube and you can create whatever the hell you want. You can get onto Instagram and you can create what you like. You don't have to wait for nobody. So anyway, that's not actually what today's podcast is about. But I just wanted to say that up top in case you are waiting in some respect to be chosen. And I know that in my life I am. Like there's certain areas where I'm just about to write my first book, she says for the millionth time, but I really do really mean it this time. And um, I've made the decision to be self-published. And that really is a decision because I've been offered lots of publishing deals and I ain't interested. I ain't interested in some old white man taking my money. I want to self-publish and do it my goddamn self. Um, so in some areas of my life and like with this podcast, I've not waited to be asked to be on a podcast or for some podcast company to be like, I've got a great idea, you should do this. I've created it myself. But there's other areas like something Mart and I both want to do is we keep talking about like a Netflix show about like a wellness tour or a little bit like Goop Lab, but less classy um, or like something Law of Attraction based. I don't know. And it's things like that where I'm like, wait, why are we waiting for Netflix? Like, why? Why are we waiting for that? You can create your own documentary you can create your own show like you can totally do that so it's just been a really lovely reminder for me that we are the creators of our own destiny and we all have a responsibility to ourselves to create the lives that we want and you ain't gotta wait for nobody so anyway like I say it's not what actually today's podcast is all about Today, I want to talk about something that we have been learning in our book club this month, which is called Why Has Nobody Told Me This Before by Dr. Julie Smith. And it's basically all of the tools and the tricks and the methods that you learn in therapy. And if you are therapy resistant like me, or if you can't afford therapy, which is a very, very real barrier, there's still a part of me that's like fucking 60 pounds for half an hour to talk about my problems. No, thank you, sir. I can call my friend and do it for free. There is still a bit of resistance in me. So this is a great book if you are either therapy resistant or you just can't afford it. And one of the things that she mentions in the book that has just really been sticking out in my mind is this thing called metacognition, which is basically something that humans have the ability to do. Not all humans, I'm going to say, not until they learn about it anyway. Um, but metacognition is the ability to think 
about your thoughts. So if you think about it, most animals and most people in the younger part of their life just go around just thinking their thoughts and just assuming that those thoughts are reality, that they are true. We truly believe that when we've had an argument with someone, that it is black and white and that we are right and that they are wrong. And that if we have this thought as we walk into a room that everyone's looking at us or everyone's talking about us, that it just is true. We just assume it to be true. Until we learn about metacognition and we realise that we are able to observe our thoughts and we're able to, with practice, get some distance from our thoughts and to assess whether they are true or not. And this is something that we as humans, well, I say that, we we say that we're the only like species that can do it, but how do we fucking know that? How do we not know that dogs are walking around being like, do I really want to walk or do I just think I want to walk? Do you know what I mean? Like, we don't know that. And I thought about how this could really benefit us with the law of attraction. I think that quite often we are our own worst enemies, like our own brains are trying to cock block us from manifesting the life of our dreams. And that's because our brains are always trying to keep us safe. And if you've done any kind of self-development work or you've had therapy, you will know that so many of the strategies that our brains use are to keep us safe. If we have any kind of threat, if we did something once and it was stressful, our brains will do anything to make sure that we don't have to do it again. You know, there's so many things, I can't even talk about them all, but there are so many things that our brains do to keep us safe that in the long run actually are stopping us from being our happiest, most abundant selves. And that's where we have to really sort of put the work in and not only understand these thought processes, but learn how to overcome them come up with some little hacks and how we can overcome them to actually say to our bodies and to say to our brains no I am safe yes this is the unknown but I'm okay to do it so there are a couple of thought processes that everybody experiences and I wanted to go through a couple of them to make you realize that you are not alone when you are thinking these things and when you are having these experiences and that everyone goes through them. But simply by observing these thoughts and taking one step back and observing them and being like, huh, I wonder if that's actually true or if I'm just having a common human thought bias. We can quickly overcome those and get closer to what we actually want in our lives. So the first one is personalizing. And this is about making it all about us. Now, I don't say that in an egocentric way, like, oh, it's all about you. But truly, to survive in life, we do kind of have to make everything centered around ourselves. We relate it to how it affects us. But personalizing takes it one step further where we assume that the behaviours of other people are about us. So an example that was given in the book, and one that I think is a really classic one, is that you're walking down the street and you might see your friend on the other side of the road and you'll wave and be like, hi, and she doesn't answer. She doesn't look and she doesn't answer back. And then you all of a sudden get into this kind of thought spiral where you're like, maybe she hates me. Maybe everybody hates me. Maybe all my friends hate me and they all talk together about how everyone fucking hates me. Maybe I have no friends at all. Oh, and actually that is just personalizing. We are making that person's behavior a reflection of us. 
when in reality, number one, she may not have even fucking seen you. Before I had my laser eye surgery, I literally used to have a thing on my Facebook page, like on my profile that said, do you remember, like, you used to look at Facebook profiles. So it'd be like where you went to school and then you'd have a sentence to write about yourself. What the fuck? I used to have a Dolly Parton quote. Anyway, I had on there, if I see you and I don't wave at you or look at you, it's because I'm fucking blind as fuck and I can't see you. So it might be that that person genuinely hasn't seen you. It could be that they haven't heard you. It could be that they have had a really awful day maybe they'd had big argument just before they came out and you know like when you're really upset and if someone talks to you and they say how are you that's it you're a fucking goner you're just crying on the floor so we instantly assume that it's all about us but quite often it's not it's just that person's experiencing whatever they are in their human brain I have to really remember this when dating and not take things personally because quite often it's not about me. It genuinely is them. It's not me. So anyway, the next one is catastrophizing. I always feel like I'm saying that word wrong, catastrophizing. And this is when a situation comes up in your life. Maybe somebody just mentions something to you on the off chance. You instantly go to the worst case scenario. And not only do you go to it, you play it on a loop in your mind, like your own personal little fucking horror story. You're just constantly thinking of the worst thing that can happen. And of course, with the law of attraction, we know that we don't want to be playing images in our minds. We want to really be focusing and giving our energy to the positive. So I definitely have had a scenario where this has happened. Um, A couple of years ago, I went through a very, very difficult time where I was being threatened and sort of verbally abused every single day through a phone, like just through a phone. It wasn't in person. It was all online. And they were very, very serious threats and very, very serious um, accusations. And instantly... Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. My, I'm going to get upset talking about it. Instantly, my mind went to the very worst case scenario of what could happen with what this person was accusing me of. And it was torture. It was absolute torture. And that replayed in my mind on a loop for hours every day. And every time I received a new message, it would be fired up again. 
and it was relentless and it was absolutely painful. So I know that so many other people will be able to relate to that about when you receive a message from somebody or you hear something and you instantly go to the worst case scenario. So that is an example of a negative thought bias. Now, the next one is overgeneralizing. And this is taking one experience and applying it to all experiences. And I can give you a very recent and personal vulnerable experience of this that happened literally just recently. So recently I started seeing my old dick appointment again, who I've kind of like, it's, it's happened on and off for like the last three years. It's been a long time. And every time it's just been very, very casual. And this time it felt a little bit different. And I was just like, Do you know what? I actually think I quite like this person. But after the second or third week, it just didn't feel like my energy was being reciprocated. And I don't know whether I'm overthinking it and stuff. But when I had my event, literally people messaged me to say good luck and that they were proud of me, like people that I hadn't spoken to in years. And I really appreciated that. And then the person that I'd been sort of spending time with and I was excited about seeing didn't message me to say good luck for the event. In fact, did not message me at all for that whole period, that whole week. And it was just one little thing that was added to another couple of things. And I was just like, you know what? I don't fucking deserve this. Like I deserve, like you can feel energy, right? You can feel when it's being reciprocated. You can feel when the energy is good. And I just did not feel like it was good. And I got really annoyed. And I sent this long message being like, do you know what? Fuck this. Respectfully, fuck this and fuck you. I'm just, I deserve more than this. And I got into a little bit of a Debbie Downer situation where I started to overgeneralize and I was kind of like, all men are like this. All situations are going to be like this. Anybody that I like is going to be like this. Men are shit. And that is overgeneralizing. And the problem with that is you are taking one experience and you are applying it to all experiences. And it turns that small problem, like to be honest, my old dick appointment, not reciprocating the energy and not wishing me good luck. I mean, is it really that big of a problem? Not really. But what turned it into this big Debbie Downer situation was I had turned it into a big life problem and I'd made it into this thing that was like, there are no good men. No one is going to treat me the way that I deserve. No one is going to reciprocate my energy. And that then becomes like this huge thing. And it's simply not true. I have probably dated oh, why have I opened this can of worms? Um, let's say, I don't know, let's just say 20 people in my life, right? There are fucking, what, 4 billion men in the world? How can I proclaim to know what men act like and how they're going to behave when I've only dated 20 out of 4 billion? I need to date the other 4 billion, basically. And finally, I want to talk about mental filter. So this is where you only see the negative experience. And I'll give you an example that I'm sure everybody can relate to. So say you've posted something on Instagram and you get like 50 comments or 20 comments or whatever, and they're all positive. And then you get one that's negative. Guess which one you're going to focus on? <laughs> it's not going to be the 20 people that are like, oh my God, your hair looks so nice. Oh my God, this looks so amazing. Your holiday looks amazing. Whatever. It's going to be the one person that's like, you're a fucking dick or you look really fat in that bikini. You are going to focus on that one problem. And I can vouch for this personally because 
I am very, very lucky. I don't really have trolls. I don't really have haters. I fucking love you guys. Like, you are nothing but love and light. But occasionally, I will get the odd bad review or negative comment on my Facebook or Instagram or whatever. And that's the one that sticks out in my mind. And that's the one that makes me start to question everything and doubt myself. And there's a reason for this. Obviously, again, our brains are just trying to protect us. So we don't need to focus on the good comments because they're no threat to us, right? People saying, oh, I love your podcast. Oh, this is great. This has been really helpful. Oh, you look lovely in that bikini. Oh, your holiday looks lovely. Your children look so happy and cared for. That isn't a threat to your existence. But somebody making a negative comment saying your podcast is shit. No one's going to listen to this. Or you look really awful in that bikini. No one's ever going to fucking date you. Or your children look like they haven't eaten in three weeks. I don't know. Whatever. That is a... By the way, if you can hear any noise in the background, the builders are here. They are a constant in my life right now. We just got to deal with it. Um that is a threat to your existence and that is a threat to whatever aspect of your life that they are talking about. So again, it's just your brain trying to protect you, but it actually is cock blocking you because it brings you into this negative vibe and makes you just focus on the negative comments that you get. So if these are so natural to our human experience, what can we do to overcome it? What can we do to move on and to feel happier and more positive? Well, number one is exactly what we've just been doing, which is being aware of them. Awareness of your thoughts, metacognition, is the biggest step. Some of you will never have heard of these until I just spoke about them now. And even just realizing like, wow, that's something that I thought just my brain did. I thought that was just the way that I thought about myself. Actually realizing that everybody, this is a human experience, everybody experiences this, is very, very comforting. And the next time that you experience this, you'll be able to simply take a step back mentally and hold that thought process at arm's length and say, huh, I wonder if this is actually, you know, my reality or this is just my brain trying to protect me. And the second way is to fact check these, to take your thoughts to court, if you will. So this is a process that we learned about, I believe, in Amanda Francis's book, Rich as Fuck. And it was a real game changer for me. And it made me practice this on a regular basis when I had negative intrusive thoughts. And taking your thoughts to court is basically you take whatever thought it is, right? So say, for example, you had seen your friend over the street and she didn't wave to you or whatever. And you're instantly thinking, she doesn't like me. Nobody likes me. Oh my God, I've got no friends. You could take that thought to court and write down only evidence-based facts about the event. So, Imagine if this was in a courtroom, what would stand up in court? Not, it made me feel like this or I think she thinks this. What? None of that shit because that ain't going to stand up in court. Just facts. And when you write down the facts, you realise, oh no, I've been fucking making this up in my head. You can also write down everything that does not support this negative thought. You can say, you know, I only saw her last week. She seemed really happy and we were chatting. You know, I've only received a text message from her last night. She was absolutely fine. You can start to build up a true picture of what the situation is by taking your thoughts to court. By the way, you can also use this for 
negative limiting beliefs. And it's very, very helpful for that. If you have any limiting beliefs around why you cannot manifest whatever it is that you want to manifest into your life, it's great to take those thoughts to court and see how true they are. Spoiler alert, quite often they are not fucking true at all. Anyway, I hope that you've found that helpful. This is very sort of therapy-ish. This is apparently what they teach you in therapy. I say apparently because she refuses to go to therapy despite my friend Polly telling me every time I see her that I need to go. Thanks for that, Polly. Um, I try not to be offended. (laughs) And I think it will really help you the next time that you have a negative thought bias to help you understand it for what it is and to move on more quickly. One of the things with the law of attraction that I realize is that we are all so short on time and energy that we don't need anything zapping our energy and zapping our attention that simply isn't worth it. Otherwise, we don't have the energy and the time to dedicate to what we actually want to deliberately create in our lives. So I hope that this has been helpful for you. If you've enjoyed this episode, please do me a solid you can rate, review and subscribe. They take mere seconds, but they really help the pod out. You can also screenshot this podcast and share it to your Instagram and tag me. I'm at Law of Attraction Changed My Life or at Francesca Amber. And that really helps to get the word of the pod out as well. Right. Do I have to tell you anything before I go? Um, Oh, it's that time of year again, bitches. Guess what has just gone on sale? Yes. Early bird tickets to my New Year's goal setting party. This is the third year in a row. I almost cannot believe it's the third year in a row. And I cannot tell you the difference in my life from doing this consistently for three years. And there's definitely something to be said about doing it with other people, doing it as a group. I don't know if it's the ADHD in me, but it is a real accountability thing to say, I am going to sit and spend a couple of hours actually planning out my year and respecting the season of my life and figuring out what I want to do and how I want my year to look and feel, what I want to achieve, what I want to avoid, all that jazz. It's fucking magical. So if you want to come and join me for that, it's going to be on Saturday, the 30th of December. Yes, that dull little lull in between Christmas and New Year where we've all eaten too much, we haven't been out enough and we are ready to like shake off the cobwebs, take down the Christmas tree and just fucking crack on with life. Yes, that beautiful golden time. I love that time. Honestly, it makes me so excited. I always watch Wolf of Wall Street during that week and I just get so fucking pumped for life and the year ahead. So if you want to come and join us, it's at 8pm. I figured everyone will have put their children to bed by then. But if you can't watch it live, you can actually watch a replay at any time to suit you. So 8pm on the 30th of December, UK time. But like I said, if you can't make it, don't worry, you can still purchase a ticket and you can watch it at a time to suit you. And a little extra this year, we are going to have a PDF workbook that is printable that you can fill in as we go through and it takes you through the whole process that I've devised of setting New Year's goals and actually making them happen. So get excited, make 2024 the best goddamn year of your life and go to francescaamber.com to get your ticket. We only have limited early bird tickets and once they're gone, it will be going up to its normal price, which is going to be 33.33. So get it before it goes. And I will see you bitches next week. The law of attraction has changed my life. It's going to change yours too. Bye. Hold up. What was that? 
boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.